Good morning and blessed Lord's Day to everybody. Today is really a great joy of rejoicing, not only because it's the Lord's Day, but last week we just celebrated our 22nd anniversary. And it's, it reminds me of Psalm 136. So allow me to read a portion of Psalm 136 for our call to worship. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His steadfast love endures forever. Let's always be reminded, not only because it's our anniversary, but each and every day, that the love of God is steadfast and endures forever. Let's worship Him together. Good morning! To Uita Ano. How's your heart today? Did you check? How's your heart today? What kind of heart did you bring to our worship service this morning? I don't know. Only you will know that and only God knows. What kind of heart are you bringing today? Bintatyo sa mikwane sim lai tige sotay kiang pai shong teni gua ang bangse lan mui tige lang si tuatyo kiang kian kiang pai sim belai olo lan eti pai shong te inwi ipuetit lan itse olo kapjun kui ti lo masu tap itjung sa tap sa kau sa tap lakjat ane kong chim zai shong te hong hue ti hui กับตีชักอีเอพวาตวนโฮกีนันชักอีเอคาเดียโฮกีนันเชจิจุยจะยาจุเอซิมจิจุยจุเอเกอีเอโบซูนีจิจุยซิเชียงโฮเดียวอี
Let's sing it out loud. Taking my sin, my cross, my shame, rising again, I bless your name. You are my all in all. When I fall down, you pick me up. When I am dry, you fill my cup. You are my all in all. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name.
A blessed Lord's Day to you, brothers and sisters in Christ. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and of the Lord Jesus Christ. October is truly a special month. Especially for NMEC, we just celebrated our 22nd anniversary and the hymn fest last week. And in case you miss out, don't worry, you can check our Facebook page and our YouTube channel to check it out. Interestingly, October is also special because it's the Reformation Month. And may October always remind us to hold on to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ so that the future generations will continue to live and abide by the truth. And remember, we can handle the truth because the Lord is able to keep which that we have committed unto Him until that day. When you check people's profiles in social media, you would find one information that intrigues many people. Would you like to give a guess what information that is? Is it the age of the person? Is it the education? degree or attainment, or is it the religious or political view of that person? No one is more intrigued than knowing the relationship status of a person. Whenever there's changes in a person's relationship status, whether he's He's newly married, or there's bad news like a breakup, or maybe it's just complicated. People act, people comment, and people talk about it. Check your relationship with other people. Would they see the work of God in your life and the changes you have as a follower of Jesus Christ? How's your relationship with your classmates, co-workers, with your friends, business associates and employees, people in church, your parents and siblings, your spouse and children, and finally, your relationship with Christ. 
Because in our passage today, the Corinthians were no different from the unbelievers. So continuing with our theme this year, God's message today is about being wise in choosing relationships and our trust is to build godly relationships. Once again, may I ask everybody to open your Bibles with me to our passage, 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 18. Let's read, Let's read God's word together. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership? has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Bilial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you. You shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Let's start with the background of 2 Corinthians. We can see that 2 Corinthians, the Corinthians were actually a church community that Paul knew very well. Corinth was a major city, an economic center, and lots of pagan temples. So after Paul left Corinth, he heard of bad reports that the church was plagued with sorts of problems. There was division in the church, there was sexual immorality about food and social snobbery. So Paul responded to these problems through the lens of the gospel. And the root cause of this problem is because of the immorality and idolatry that is in Corinth and their tolerance for sin and their lack of appreciation for the holiness of God. And even though some of the Corinthians rebelled and rejected Paul, he was gracious enough to write them 2 Corinthians. And here's our main idea for this morning. Among all relationships, Jesus is the only ever-present, ever-dependable, and ever-faithful relationship we have and should have today. So to start off, for us to be wise in choosing relationships, 
we must first remember to be holy. We must be reminded or keep in mind that God called us to be holy. Let's look into verses 14 and 15. In verse 14, we can find for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness. What fellowship has light with darkness? In verse 15, what has Christ with Belial? What portion? What portion does a believer have with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? This verse is often misunderstood by many. So to make things crystal clear, Paul is not saying that we are to ignore, we are to shun or keep away from unbelievers. Because if this was the case, how would the gospel be made known to them? To add, Paul actually encouraged a Christian spouse who was already married to an unbeliever to not divorce and try to keep the marriage as much as possible. So we can see here that this, these questions presuppose a negative answer. And that answer is what? By no means, right? By no means can these be together. So Paul is actually prohibiting close attachments with unbelievers that would lead believers to compromise their Christian standard or jeopardize their opportunity to witness. อันนี้เอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อ
So we must always keep in mind, believers, that we are saved and called to a holy life. And that's found in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. God who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. And the call to holiness was just recently mentioned in our devotional series for our prayer and fasting week. And, and that is why we are being sanctified, which means to make holy each and every day. But it's a sad thing that many churches today no longer deal with sin and holiness. I'll just leave this quote here. But let's praise God. Let's praise God that our pastors and our church are continuously preaching and teaching about sin and holiness. So, believers and unbelievers live in two opposing worlds. We Christians belong to Christ's kingdom and unbelievers are in Satan's kingdom. So John MacArthur says, consequently, relationships between believers and unbelievers are at best limited to temporary or temporal and just external. So what did he mean by this? Believers and unbelievers may enjoy family ties, they may work at the same job, they may share in business relationships, live in the same community, have the same hobbies, they may agree on certain political and social issues. But on the spiritual level, believers and unbelievers live in two completely different worlds. That's why Martin Luther reminds us, be careful, be careful not to measure your holiness by other people's sins. I like this illustration that Jaya once shared. What is the first thing you would do in class when your, test, when your test paper is returned to you with a failing grade? 
当呃，当你迄个考博及个个考抓滚土，你个时阵，你头一个时间第一时间会做虾米呢 ？Is it that we ask around what score did you get? What score did you get? 是不是会问四周围个人，你摕着几分 ？And we tend to compare failing grades. 咱会爱比较迄个分数。And once we know somebody who got a score lower than us, then we feel good as if we passed the exam. 当你知影人比你摕较低分的时阵，你会啊得到安慰，因为你知影你及格咯。Holiness is not measured by others' sins, but Christ is our standard. 圣洁呃，唔是用别个人的罪来衡量的，是呃，但是主耶稣是咱的标准。So to be wise in choosing godly relationships, we must first be holy. 呃，要明智的去选择健全的关系，咱首先就有圣洁。For all Christians have a Damascus Road experience of sorts. For once we were blind, but now we see. So to see means you're holy. 所有基基督徒拢有这个大马色路程的这个经验。曾经我看无，呃，现现今我看有了。Second, to be wise in choosing godly relationships. We should heed the warnings of the Bible. 其次就是，要明智的选择健全的关系，咱就应该注意圣经内面的所有。What is our common reaction to warning signs? 咱对警告牌一般有啥物反应呢 ？When you see the signs, do not touch wet paint. 咱呃看到迄个警告牌写咧唔通碰，因为新的油漆唔通入去。Do not touch. Do not open. 唔通。What enters your mind? Do the signs tickle your nerves, making you want to do them? Last August, on our flight to Cebu, we were given the first row seats. So the flight attendant approached us and asked us if we're willing to help out in case there's an emergency. And I said yes, of course, and reviewed the manual. So throughout the flight, I kept on looking at that sign that says, "Do not disengage unless it's an emergency." 我直直看迄、那个、迄、那个警告，呃，顶面写咧，就是除非紧急的情况下，那无就是唔通甲伊拍开。In my mind, I thought I need to practice. No, I've been itching all along to to press that button in my mind. 另外，脑海中我真想要甲伊拍开。You know, similarly, Scripture gives us plenty of warnings when it comes to engaging in sin or having close relationships with unbelievers. 当有诶，伫圣经内头，托咱真正做坚固，尤其是呃讲到做，到位会信徒有亲密关系时阵。This found in our passage in verse 14: Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. 伫十四节，恁毋通甲迷信诶原不相配，恁毋通同父之恶。Be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. 恁唔通冤倒歹人，唔通起义甲因相处。In Paul's previous letter, I wrote you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. 伫保罗之前写过批，也有讲，我生前写批讨论讲
And also, my son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths. And from one of our sermons back in January, firmly planted, Psalm chapter 1, verse 1, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. If you observe carefully, both Psalms and Proverbs actually begin with this warning against having close associations with the wicked. Uh, so going back to our passage, why did Paul give this warning to the Corinthians? Take note, this is not the first time. Because in his previous letter, he gave this warning we read a while ago. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. And just a few verses later, verse 11, but now I'm writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. In our passage today, we can see that do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Paul repeats this warning because they are in a place where all sorts of sin were present. To the extent that even among believers, there was a man guilty of sleeping with his stepmother. Remember, Corinth was a major city where different people go in and many cultures and gods were introduced to them. It was common in the marketplace, it was common in the workplace, it was common at home to find pagan cultures and practices that were sinful before the Lord. So the Corinthians were tolerating sin and engaging in sinful activities with unbelievers. Not only that, they were even proud or arrogant of it. 
Corinthians 5.2 And you are proud. Shouldn't you rather have gone into mourning and have put out of your fellowship the man who has been doing this? So these problems were affecting the church already that Paul had to write to them and warn them again. Or else things will just get worse and worse. Because what he said, for I fear that perhaps when I come, I may find you not as I wish, and that you may find me not as you wish. That perhaps there may be quarreling, jealousy, anger, hostility, slander, gossip, conceit, and disorder among you. Let's not be proud to say, don't worry about me, I won't fall into sin. We must take into serious considerations the warnings of the Bible. As Paul warns in verse 7, get rid of that old yeast that you may be a new batch without yeast. You know, sin does not walk on a red carpet or with a spotlight centered on it or announces its arrival. Sin creeps in, sin infects slowly, and sin starts out quote-unquote small. As I mentioned earlier, since it is inevitable to not have dealings with unbelievers, like there's family ties, working the same job, having the business relationships in the same community or hobbies, it's inevitable to do that. So scripture advises us, take care or to watch out. And if you are a person who easily falls into temptation or you're unsure of your conviction, the Bible also gives another advice. Flee. So lastly, after knowing that we are to be holy, we are to heed the warnings of the gospel, to be wise in choosing relationships, here's my thrust for this morning. Let's build and strengthen godly relationships. Let's 
咱的迄个健康的关系，啊，咱就是要建立迄个加加强迄个健康的关系。C.S. Lewis once shared, "Friendship is born when two or more of the companions discover that they have in common." Then later on, each believed to be his own unique treasure or burden. C.S. Lewis 曾经安尼讲，当两个人啊，异性诶诶，同化，发现了因有一个共共同点，啊，每一个人拢有家己独一无二、无二诶诶，责任承担这相关诶。So in short, this is what C.S. Lewis was saying. 简单的来讲 ，C.S. Lewis 是讲。Have you ever had that feeling that you just met a person, then you just talked, then you said, "What? You too? I thought I was the only one." 当你甲某某人就是交谈的时阵，伊伊啊伊，你是不是有自己感觉讲啊？你什么啊？我是我以为是我自己一个呢。Then the start of a new friendship. 然后。You know, as Christians, we have a lot in common. Especially our view of God, holiness, importance of church, and abiding in God's will. You know, non-Christians won't be able to fully understand what you're going through as a Christian. But only believers can fully understand you, walk with you side by side, and even pray for you. 但是信徒有通明白，甚至啊，甲你同行，推你基督。But here's a sad reality, brothers and sisters in Christ. 可惜有有通看到，呃，这个这个教会，呃，回基督徒。Yeah, it's sad to see many Christians choosing to take a break from church or ask God for space when consumed with grief, stress, and problems. Tung in, uh, di di hi ke pi xiong tiang gan, gap hi ke ap la de si zun, in eh yao kiu zu to in kong gan. There's a term today called social media detox or social detox. But oftentimes, it's just used as an excuse to not go to church or to mingle with believers who know us inside out. Did you know that the church is actually one of the gifts of God to us? Did you know that you are the church and we are the church? And this was a message Reverend Julius shared to our young people earlier this month. That's what we find in verse 16, for we are the temple of the living God. And verse 17 to the end talks about how we are the new covenant people of God. So here's the main reason why Paul tells us not to yoke with unbelievers. Paul 
It's because we belong to God. And this also implies why go out and seek for other relationships when the Lord has given you the church. When the Lord has given us one another. So we can see here that believers and unbelievers, they cannot understand and fellowship with each other. Because they're not in harmony with each other. One is old, the other is new. One is earthly, the other is heavenly. One is deadly, the other is life-giving. One is wicked, the other holy. One is built on lies, the other is all truth. And one perishes, the other lives eternally. But we as believers, being united in Christ, having one mind, having one faith and one spirit, we're able to understand, help, and encourage one another. However, some believers refuse to go to church at times because of disappointments and unmet expectations on the church. Because they have this false notion that relationship with the church is one-sided. It's not. They would say, I should be cared for. I should be loved. I should be understood. I should be tolerated. I should receive blessings and healing. Yes, the church is here called to love, help, and encourage you. Yet the Bible uses the term one another. So aside from worshiping God, we also have roles to fill when we gather. So these so-called one another's are actually reciprocal. Therefore, us to receive and enjoy and also to extend it with other people. Yet, how can we experience this or share this with others if we don't go to church or if we are social detoxing from the church? So these are the one another's I'm sharing now on the screen. So how can we enjoy this if we don't go to church or if we are social detoxing from the church? 
去去感受，去经验着安尼款的诶分享呢。Is it that we should run to Christ instead？ 咱是毋是应该着走呃走？嗯，耶稣基督呢 ？So quoting from a good friend and pastor TJ who spoke to us last night, he says the best way for us to know, serve, and love our church family is to be present. 我爱用我一位牧师的朋友，伊伫讲道的时阵用过一句话，呃，就是去了解服务、听恁的教会，这个大家庭最佳的方法就是你的在场。The best way for us to know, serve, and love our church is to be present. 呃，去了解服务、听教会。这个大家家庭的最佳方法就是你的在场。So only if you are present can you be lovingly cared for by your church family, and can you only be discipled and mentored by our church leaders. 只有你的在场，主内兄弟姊妹才有通关心你，有通当呃做一个门徒训练，甲托教会领袖辅导。To those who haven't Come back to join us yet for on-site worship, or to those who stop coming. Please, I urge you, gather with us to experience these gifts from God. If you are not limited by sickness or disabilities. 对怀疑也可别，我去教会礼拜的，呃，那不是有破壁，还是无方便。我会鼓励您，甲咱三甲的经历，这个对呃上帝所赐的恩典。Or perhaps you may be feeling out of place today in church or OP. 可能你今日在教会内面感觉无自在。Let me encourage you to take the initiative. Come and talk to me or any pastors so that we can help you break the ice through a small group. 让我来鼓励您，甲我呃交谈，啊是找一个呃别个团队，让让我来帮助你破冰，推您找一个小组。Sometimes Christians are lonely in the church because they have not taken the initiative. To open their hearts to one another about their experiences in Christ. 有时阵基督徒伫基督内有感觉到迄个要求，因为因无主动诶彼此拍开心门，分享因伫基督内呃三甲诶经验。But once a few Christian friends gather together to share their experiences, wow, the culture of fellowship can actually shift. 当基督教的朋友啊、呃、开始，就是诚实的分享因因的一切的时阵，迄、那个迄、那个团结文化就会产生改变。So take the initiative, come to church, reach out, build and strengthen godly relationships. 咱就采取主动来教教会啊、呃，去延伸，就是建立甲建构这个健全的关系。But no matter what. There's no better relationship than a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. 无一款关系有通比得甲主耶稣基督的关系。You know, first of all, Jesus was not grossed out with sinners. 耶稣并唔是呃甲罪人感感到迄个厌厌恶。Jesus ate with the tax collectors and sinners. 耶稣甲罪人甲细腻做一个食。But what's the difference between Christ and the Corinthians? 但是伊甲哥林多人有啥物分别呢 ？His purpose was to teach them and lead them to the truth to restore them back to God. 
。耶稣甲罪人洗礼，做一个食的目的，就是要让因得到救赎。It was not just to make them feel accepted or comforted, but to teach them and lead them to the truth. Jesus was not just hanging out with these non-believers, laughing at their jokes or supporting what they do. Jesus was bringing them into the light to cure them of their spiritual sickness and restore them back to God. And this reminds me of the wonderful restoration that Peter had with Jesus in John 21. We can see that after Jesus talked with Peter, he once again told him, "Follow me." When Jesus ended talking with Peter, we too should respond in the same manner. Because what is singularly important in the Christian faith is your relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ. You may hear people say, Well, I knew God. I believe in God. As a young person, I prayed some kind of prayer. But I don't have a relationship with him. What is of utmost importance is your relationship to Christ. And it's not measured by your relationship to the church. It's not measured by your relationship to a Sunday school group or Bible study group. It's not measured by your relationship to some doctrines or theology. It's not measured by your relationship to Christian friends. But what is the condition of your relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ? Because no matter what Christian activities you do or engage in, what is your personal relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ? Because once you have the right relationship with Jesus, everything else will follow. That through the guidance and discernment of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, we'll be able to live holy lives, whether we mingle with believers or unbelievers alike. However, if Jesus is not first place in our lives, then everything else is out of place. 
基督耶稣摆伫第一位嘅时阵，达行诶拢无失效。Here's our last reminder from the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians. Nevertheless, each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them. Just as God has called them, this is the rule I laid down in all the churches. Before I end, allow me to share a short testimony. I know Hymn Fest is done already on our anniversary. A short testimony on how the Lord Jesus Christ is the most important relationship that we can have and should have today. Since last month until last week, it was really hard and devastating for me. Actually, nothing major, but just many little problems and issues that came up altogether. So the past week, uh, walking home from church one evening, I was really shaken in my heart, in my mind. So the past week, walking home from church one evening, I started to come up with names in my mind who to contact to share my feelings. But each time I think of a name, my, my heart tells me that no, he's got bigger problems than me. Then it dawned upon me the name Jesus. So I stopped right there and then and said, Jesus, or asked him, I can trust you, right? I need to and I have to, right? So right there and then, I declared, Yes, Lord, I will trust in you alone. Suddenly, there was just peace, stillness, and silence inside of me. You know the, the noise of the traffic, even with fire trucks passing through Taft Avenue, the noise just disappeared. It was just me and the Lord that time. Then the new song of City Alight, Every Step, just played in my mind with these lines. Then the City Alight, Every Step, I will, I will rejoice. Whatever comes my way, God, you're faithful to save. I will, I will rejoice. I know that God is with me always. So 
So brothers and sisters in Christ, among all relationships, Jesus is the only ever-present, ever-dependable, and ever-faithful relationship we have and we should have today. So May the Lord bless you through the preaching of His Word. The song that we are about to sing right now is a new song. It's called The Perfect Wisdom of God. It's very easy to follow, so I hope that you can all sing along. And may this also be our prayer to God as we tell Him how much we need Him, how much we need His wisdom in handling our relationships, in handling the different challenges in our lives. So let's learn and let's sing this song together. The perfect wisdom of our God Revealed in all the universe All things created by His hand And held together by His command He knows the mysteries of the seas The secrets of the stars
be seated. Thank you to our worship team and our accompanies. They have a full practice last night. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, uh, Pastor Danny, for reminding us uh, how to choose wisely in our relationships. And what uh, impressed me most is the part about one another. Uh, many times we think about encourage us, but it should be encourage one another. Okay? Care for me, uh, but it should be care for one another. Okay, thank you to my compare, Dan Darius, for Brother Darius, for uh, translating. This is his third time to translate. And would you agree with me that he's getting better and better? Yes, let's encourage him. Thank you also, Hien uh, Hya, for mentoring him. Okay, today is uh, one of our interpreters' uh, birthday. Okay, Kim Sui Hya. His birthday today. Uh, happy birthday. Yesterday is uh, Sister Jen's birthday. She is one of our uh, assisting with our ushering ministry. Happy birthday, Jen. Anyone else who is celebrating your birthday last week or this week? Can you please rise? We want to greet you a happy birthday. Anyone else? Oh, <laughs> shabu shabu. <laughs> okay, okay. Happy birthday, Tix. Anyone else? Birthday celebrants. Okay. Uh, for some announcements, uh, our next. Adult baptism will be held on December 4, 8.30 a.m. at the baptistry at our roof deck. Lan kotsipay e siyang din e chimle beti tzabdige siho pwetiam pwa cha ki di ting lao e chimle di kiwuhing. If you are at least 14 years of age, have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and are willing to profess your faith in public, you may register for the baptism and the membership 101 classes to be held on four consecutive Sundays starting on November 6, 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. Dila chichyo chapsihe, wikiyang chapsiu yasao kitok suiko din kiyutsu, den auguan yi gongkai lai piao si, die sin yong, die zui lai tiang ki chamka, dan e siyang din e chimde, kap dan e uh, Perfect attendance in all four sessions is a requirement for baptism. On the other hand, if you are already baptized, have worshipped with us regularly for at least six months and would like to become a part of our NMEC family, you may apply for church membership and also enroll for the Membership 101 course. Those aged uh, 70 and above, may directly apply for membership. Interested persons may get in touch with Sister Jing Ubinar at the third floor lobby after the worship service. 
Our Engaged Youth Fellowship will be celebrating their Mooncake Festival this October 22, Saturday at 3.30 p.m. This is open to all high school and college students. Registration is free for all uh, our youth. The Young Pro Group will also be celebrating on the same day from 7 to 9 p.m. Registration is 200 pesos for them. For interested parties, kindly register with Pastors Danny and Jaya. For those who have missed uh, our hymn festival, you can still watch our hymn fest video online uh, through our YouTube channel. Just go to our YouTube channel and uh, click on the video for our hymn fest, A Thousand Tongues. You are under no obligation to give, but if it is your prayerful desire to worship and thank God through your offering, you can put them at our offering boxes placed outside the main sanctuary. Please do so immediately after the service, as the boxes will be collected immediately after. If you need envelopes to place your offering, we have also placed some on top of the offering boxes. If it is more convenient for you to give online, please kindly check out our Facebook page as to how you can give. If you want to be part of a discipleship group or a small group, as Pastor Danny has announced, uh, you can uh, contact any of our pastoral team members and we will be glad to connect you to a group. Right now, we'll be welcoming some uh, newcomers. Uh, this is actually his second time with us. Brother Andy Buagas. Uh, he's from Dipolog. He has joined us uh, last Sunday. Okay. And this is his second time with us. Thank you for worshiping with us. And of course, uh, after a long time, uh, we would like to welcome our friend from Scotland. Okay. This is his first time to be here with us after, uh, since the start of the pandemic. So, uh, it's been two and a half years since he's been with us. So welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. And we also have Brother Daniel Supetran. Supetran. Okay, uh, he's also with us uh, after a long time. Thank you for coming. Right now, please rise for the benediction. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face continue to shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for worshiping with us, both on-site and online. God bless your week. Remember, the best is yet to come. See you next week.